We're at Netflix. Tell me why you're here and what's going on. I am here to raise awareness worldwide for child human sex trafficking, the rape, torture, murder of children, and cannibalization of children worldwide. And that's my awareness. Tell me, why do you think it's being exposed right now? It's being exposed right now because they are arresting the child sex trafficking rings worldwide in Thailand, the Mexico, Wisconsin, and children are being rescued all over the world in underground tunnels. In Australia, in Wisconsin, in Ohio, in Michigan, in Arizona. So this is the time for us to raise awareness. And this human sex trafficking child sacrifices, it never went away. Hello, everybody. It's Chapo. It's your Chapo. Uh, due to um, some scheduling and uh, communicative uh, difficulties, Will is not here today, so I will try to be the Will. Um, so, obligatory Warren Zevon reference. Um, Potshot at a subreddit that hasn't existed for six months, and <laughs> rather, rather, rather. Uh, so now that we've got that out of the way, um, welcome. I've got Felix and Matt here with me, as well as Julian Field from QAnon Anonymous, and we are going to be chatting Q today because it's been a while since we've uh, really taken a hard look at Q on the show. Q talking about Q. <laughs> Nothing compares to Q. Uh, but before we get into that, um, any thoughts at all on the VP debate last night? I feel like we should at least touch on it. What a what a what a fucking snoozer! The main takeaway the main takeaway you're gonna get from me is how is Mike Pence a less competent person than Kamala, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, a less competent person than Tulsi? I mean, like this is no no one remember. Everyone talks about oh you know oh. Uh, uh, she called uh, Biden racist. Now she's his VP. Well, whatever. That's uh, you get that from Democrats. But Tulsi ended her campaign. No one seems to remember that. The most incompetent, fucked up, fail-brained Democrat, and she's just, she's just no one else can seem to replicate her success. Certainly not Mike Pence. What a fucking loser! <laughs> what an absolute fucking loser! Uh, my main takeaway from it was. Uh, kind of the grim realization of how much and how quickly if Trump loses in November, everybody will try to pretend that that never really happened. Yeah. Wasn't there that uh, dating thing someone leaked from Washington, D.C. that was basically a guy uh, messaging the girl and being like, I want to come over there right now and rail you like Kamala's about to do to Pence. <laughs> awesome. And I think it was mo mostly just like, I need to leave the city immediately and stop dating here. I think, like, um, yeah, a straight guy who's, like, overly into Kamala is the fucking red flag of all red flags. Uh, yeah, I, my main takeaway was just, yeah, whatever the, comes after Trump, uh, it will not be Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> I can no, say no. that pretty fucking uh, I, uh, safely. I, I will, Mike Lindell, in 100 Absolutely, primaries, baby. had 100 steamrolled mm -hmm. Pence. Pence if, it, if it's my pillow guy versus uh, Pence, Pence is cooked. Yeah, Pence... The, <laughs> Of course, Pence could only be the governor of a state whose main economic activity is outlet malls. Yeah. <laughs> he is a an literal, outlet mall yeah, as yeah, candidate. Just a giant parking lot of a state. 
Yeah. It's funny to me that he was a right wing radio guy before he was the governor because I can't. What was his program like? Listening to him is like listening to paint dry. Well, yeah. Yeah. His well, his thing when he was a right wing radio guy was like. Do you think Rush Limbaugh is a little too out there and spicy? <laughs> I'm the nice Rush Limbaugh. That was literally his thing. Yeah, it, it's he did. Uh, he was very upset about Mulan. I think everyone remembers that. <laughs> was, it, was Mulan doing cultural Marxism? No, it was like like the idea that it would make girls want to be soldiers. It was very weird. It was like an article that a seven year old would write. <laughs> girls can't be soldiers. Mulan's stupid. I'm 58 years old, by the way. Uh, uh, Trump, uh, Pence did just cancel a trip to Indiana to vote that he was going to do this week, so he's probably dying. Yeah, <laughs> no, he looked probably, he uh, beside looked, the beside the point. He looked awful. Terrible. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he yeah, looked uh, like they, they they yeah he looked like they conserved him in a jar. Like his face had you know how like when you soak a, a pig in water for a long time, everything's rounded and kind of loose. That's how he just res- but it then packed his, at, at the same time. Very disturbing to look at his face during the entire debate. Yeah. Well, at least he's getting that good medicinal. You saw how red those eyes were. <laughs> yeah, Dude, he's, he's, he's off he's that wow. up. Yeah. Sorry, I smoked too many seeds to have a good debate performance. <laughs> I, he uh, probably had an erection when he saw an aide and had to jam both his fingers in his eyes. <laughs> um, apologies to mother. I was off that lounge. Uh, so I am, I am excited for the Trump-Biden virtual debate. That is going to be Trump says he's not going to do it. He's not doing it. Yeah. Also, he says that he wants to push the debate back because he's feeling so good right now. Yeah, it would be unfair. It would be unfair. He's too powerful right now. He just power. He would just say one word and Biden would turn into a fucking pillar of ash. Yeah. So they have to push his voice for his sake. His voice is like he he can do killing words right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I think like if he wasn't president. He wouldn't be allowed to like rent an apartment on his own volition right now. Like he is significantly more fucked up than Biden is now. It's, it's incredible. Amazing. He he had a he had a, a video he came out today where he says, "My favorite people, the seniors. I know you might not know this, but I am one of you." <laughs> no way! I thought you were like twenty eight, yeah. dude. No one noticed. Yeah, uh, I he uh did you see the Fox thing where he was trying to talk about how uh they actually are going to ban fracking? Just one of the most mind-numbing mini-cycles of this entire election because it's it's one of those things where it's like the Democrat is unam- is unambiguously saying no, I don't want to do the good thing. Yeah. I'm actually bad. And I you're mean, lying. Four years and, you're, ago- and you're lying, sir. But there, Trump, Chris, I'm going to send you the audio for the for this. Great. Um, he goes, it's he goes, and now now she comes out and she's Mister Fracking. Oh, you'd want to frack away? You're not going to frack. I'm going to frack all over you. Uh, He gets up and he says, we're not fracking. We're not fracking. He was fracking for six months. He was fracking. He was raising his his very thin hand and he was fracking. And now all of a sudden he's not fracking. Well, tell the Pennsylvania people that you're going. It's ridiculous. He said he's not fracking. That's all he said. And then all of a sudden he goes to a fracking mode. And how about her? She committed her life to it. And all of a sudden, she's a fracker. She's a big fracker. They're going to stop fracking the minute they get into office. They're lying to everybody. They're lying about so many different things. And it's just, yeah, it's Dutch Schultz's last words. Dutch Schultz's rambling. last words, baby. But do you remember four years ago, like Trump Trump actually uh, pu- pulled a pretty good one with all the Clinton accusers being lined up before, essentially, the debate. So he kind of, like, created a pre-show that was very thrilling. And this 
four years later, there's nothing of that. He's way weaker, less surprises. He's less trying to he's trying to get Hillary indicted again. That's how much his brain <laughs> is like. Hey, remember when I was winning and cool, and, and yeah. I was uh, based in swag? Let's go. Let's yeah. just. It's he's just trying to reinvoke the actual uh, things of that moment, even though no one cares, and Hillary <laughs> is the least uh, relevant human being on earth. If only Biden's wife had a long history of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's national politics, but let's uh, segue into why we have Julian on the uh, episode today, which is uh, I kind of wanted to do just a state of Q. Uh, honestly, last time we fully addressed Q on the program, it was still kind of mostly like a, a Chan thing, mostly existing on the Chans. But uh, since uh, the last 18 months or so, it's this thing has metastasized in insane ways. And especially since the pandemic, it has become uh, supercharged in a lot of ways. So, uh, Julian, you want to kind of give a, uh, I know this is a big question, but a kind of sure. over overview of uh, where we are in QAnon world right now? Yeah, I think what happened is basically you saw kind of a saturation of all the, the major social media uh, platforms. So people were openly discussing Q and QAnon on Instagram, on Facebook. That was incredibly active and has been for more than two years now. And uh, at the same time, you know, that the, I'd say that back then it was still kind of, I guess, like boomers and pepes and a mix of like newcomers, I guess, that they would try to bring in and not creep out by either side of things. But but then something shifted. And the new age uh, community, the younger and more uh, female oriented Instagram community specifically, I think at first, uh, they started going for some of the more, I guess, um, I don't know, uh, mystical side of QAnon, but not in the political way. It was like all about like, OK, wait, so there's a 5D reality, actually. And, <laughs> you know, so they're more into the spiritual aspect. They're organizing now in L.A. like Reiki sessions and uh, guided meditations for Q, like on the beach. Uh, I mean, th this is a, a totally new movement. And what's more, they're actually willing to go out into the streets because these are often people who were even perhaps like identifying as liberal or just didn't give a shit in 2016. And now that they're kind of like totally Trump pilled and they're pilled on the children being kind of sucked clean of the adrenochrome, uh, especially <laughs> now that people are using the word Q or QAnon a lot less. So those people are actually taking to the streets in the st same style as like, let's say people who are outraged about BLM because they are kind of in that mentality of like, we're activists, we're going to go out, we're going to show our faces. Whereas a lot of the old Q guys like don't want to show their faces or they definitely don't want to go like offline into reality. That's, that's a very disappointing place for them to be. Um, and so we saw like, we went to two rallies in Washington DC and then Tampa that were kind of organized and openly like Q. It was called like red pilled roadshow basically. Both <laughs> of those. Uh, so we went to those, the FBI was present uh, for sure. Uh, the first one, they were repairing lights uh, right in front of uh, the, the the Washington Monument uh, midday. And there weren't enough people to, to make it a good hiding spot. But it was just a bunch of construction workers with like DSLRs you know, <laughs> just hanging out up there. Uh, so so I think like that is kind of more the old QAnon and the new QAnon is completely unorganized in that way. Like no one's renting a PA system. It's more like uh, you organize on Instagram, which is what happened through this guy called Scotty the Kid. Um, and then essentially everyone gets together, like let's say on Hollywood and Vine, and they march to like the local high school or they march to Netflix as they've done. And these people are like out for blood. I mean, they are furious. They want to show their faces. They want to yell with bullhorns. And they'll answer any questions uh, if you come up with your camera. I mean, they might accuse you of being like lying media or whatever. But they'll but, still uh, answer yeah. your questions. <laughs> exactly. They're very excited to be, to be on camera to finally 
you know, break this out into the mainstream and inform everybody. And they got sucked in through like a variety of shit from Justin Bieber's uh, yummy video to uh, to, you know, more recent stuff like the cuties Netflix thing or Wayfair. So there's a lot of new entry points and TikTok now has fallen as well. So I think that's kind of where we're at. I've noticed I've noticed that the uh, save the chill like stuff that's not, as you said, explicitly cute, not mentioning cute, but stuff like, um, yeah, human trafficking, child trafficking, the cutest thing. like the save the children thing is huge. And it's huge. It does a great job of sucking up people who I think are often well-intentioned, but like very easily manipulated. Are you talking about that MMA fighter that looks like the Russian and Rocky? Because he recently wore like a Save the Children thing. Yeah, uh, no, guys like that. People who get all their news from like, you know, viral shit on Instagram. Like people who are otherwise well-intentioned but can very easily get sucked up into something. Yeah, definitely. A lot of them are actually born-again Christians as well. Yes. Uh, and or they're, uh, you know, they're kind of like finding a new community of, of like Trump fans and MAGA people. So a lot of the recent videos in California, especially you'll see like literally someone who calls herself water goddess and she'll be explaining to you how all these people here in support of Trump, who's, you know, defeating the pedophiles, we're all like the ocean together. Like we're the waves of the ocean. <laughs> so really like you have, because it's like such a fucking, you know, iteration based thing. Like you can just make your own version, like throw it out there. No one's going to really fight back too much. Yeah. It's Q is the most interesting American conspiracy theory because it's the perfect thing for our age there. Instead of having, you know, I think it's most comparable in America to virtuism and overseas is most comparable to sort of the Turkish war against the deep state <laughs> thing that the Turkish conservatives said. I mean, it's like pretty close. It's pretty close as far as there in that, there are like a couple things that are kind of rooted in truth, but it's mostly like I want the government to kill all my enemies who are all working in yeah. concert um, and also part of, you know, the worst part of the government. But it's very American because it's a franchise system. So if you're like a wacky fucking new age person, you can buy in without being like a full suburban psychopath who wants to, like right. you know, act, wants like uh, Richard Grinnell to execute John Brennan. You can yeah. get there. But you're going to get there through a system of new age bullshit or like evangelical bullshit. Like whatever you are, there's a lane for you to exploit. Yeah. And I think that that new age lane opened up way wider than it was before. Before it was way more kind of evangelical Christians and then just uh, political sickos who just just want they're, they're just tired. They've had like 30 years of conspiracy theories. It's led nowhere. No justice anywhere. And so they're like, fuck it. I just want to watch them all die. Yeah. Well, there's kind of. Uh, two directions I want to go on this. Um, so this this new new thing that you're talking about, particularly the save the children thing, mm -hmm. is uh part of what you described to me as a soft Q. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and this, but this actually curtails in because Q himself themselves uh posted to stop basically talking about Q online. Yeah, remove references to Q and QAnon. And, you know, that, that's what's so weird about it. Like you're talking about a franchise. It's like if Subway contacted you and they're like, listen, we've got a bad case of Listeria up at corporate headquarters. Like we're going to need you to take Subway off the sign of your shop <laughs> well, for yeah, now. It's, it's actually very similar to something that happened with Subway where there was a very popular thing everyone loved. And then suddenly people had a problem with him. <laughs> i don't know why but they took all references to yes down and it was like actually very jarring for a lot of guys who were fans of him 
how the fuck did the subway sandwich escape as like an emoji symbol for something horrifying uh the son to the children i mean there's literally you know a poster boy yeah yeah it is amazing that it's like you look at you look at people who had like vast pedophilia networks it's like yeah jimmy seville or like you know you can look deeper to conspiracy conspiracies that i think are kind of true like uh the lawrence e king thing omaha credit ring generally they're people who are in immense positions of power or close to them and then yeah. you just have the fucking weight loss buffoon yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah to, to speak more on that soft cue thing i think uh this is the standard going on uh for, from here basically and i think the most important thing is to remember that the entire point of cue was to get donald trump reelected, right i mean it's yes. always been the end of the funnel uh, and so they've been waiting three years to have an actual effect on the electorate that like matters to them. You know, I mean, I think the con- uh, congressional stuff was boring for them. Kind of. It just didn't fit with the bigger game. Hillary wasn't really involved. Uh, not that she's involved this time, but it didn't, has not stopped them. But, uh, although, but although, as we were just saying, Trump's trying to bring it back. <laughs> yes. If, yes, if, if, he, love it. if he does. OK, remember how kind of the only really good thing Bill Clinton did were those pardons. Some of those pardons, not like the Mark Ridge pardon, but like some of them at the end of his presidency, like in the in like uh, in between the, Ed the election. Buck the, yeah, exactly. The Ed <laughs> Buck pardon, all the good stuff, all the good stuff that we can all agree on. Uh, but uh, if Trump does that, but for imprisoning Hillary, the administration will have been a success. <laughs> I mean, even it. if they if they move the vote by like 0.5 percent. It is still a success for them. And this is the first election they've lived in. So they can actually kind of they went, um, I guess, stealth about 50 days out. And Facebook did its big ban. What, like two, two three weeks later? Yeah. Like it really doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. It's like the guy already was like, OK, my jihadis like hide your name like and go out, go forth. And then like three weeks later, we're banning the word that they are, have all agreed to not use anymore to become more effective. <laughs> do right. you do you um do you think like the message from Q to remove all references? Do you think it was a case of like, all right, the heat's there's a ton of heat on us. Let's calm down a little bit. I don't want to like blow up this game. Or do you think it was a thing coming from Republicans themselves being like, hey, this is great at mobilizing the base, but you're freaking people out with this bullshit? I think they're just pointing to Marjorie Taylor Greene and saying, listen mystical fascism doesn't work at the point of uh, impact it needs to turn into pragmatic fascism and so i think for q it was more like well first of all it, it you know even if q goes to shit after this which i don't think it will but even if it goes away completely that's the whole point it's like they're willing to burn uh the 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 danger like there's a basically a danger that if they don't use q or q and on it won't spread as itself like it won't be yeah, satisfying yeah, to them because yeah. it won't be an actual mimetic reproduction of the same thing that they want right but if 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 it's if you sacrifice let's say like 50 days of the spread but in exchange you have like way more people going discreet and red pilling people then maybe they can affect the electorate and by the time the person has voted that they convinced then maybe they can find out about QAnon. who gives a shit at that point it's too late the effect is already you know taken hold well I, uh, so i did want to ask a little bit about the agency of QAnon because uh one of the things that made me suggest wanted to suggest doing this episode was uh the podcast reply all uh had a pretty good P- uh episode a few weeks ago that was on kind of who is behind the official q account oh, yeah. and um pj vote shout out pj lays out a pretty good argument that the original q was some south african guy 
and now the account is in control of two <laughs> two uh, American pornographers who live in the Philippines. A father uh, and son duo, baby. Father and son pornographers. Can you tell us about Jim and Ron yeah. Watkins? So Jim, Jim rules, man. He he has a lot going on. So he's a, a veteran, first of all. So I want to thank him for his service. Thank you for your service, mm-hmm. Jim Watkins. Yeah. And then uh, he made all his money basically going to the Philippines, put, uh, setting up a, an Asian porn website called uh, Asian Bikini Babes. And his whole thing was like, whoa, no. I just got a damn boner thinking <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh, Even yeah. just the name of that website. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore pornography like that. What's that? <laughs> yeah, he's an entrepreneur in the uh, Googling boobs uh, space. Well, you're saying that because you're you're disgusting Western scum, but the Japanese they can't even see vaginas or penises because they're all pixelated. So Jim's whole fucking shtick is like, what if I gave it to you from the Philippines with no pixelation? But that's it. He allowed the Japanese to get around their own censorship laws by by making porn about Japanese women, featuring Japanese women, but releasing it in the Philippines, mm. which is his whole that's his whole wealth. Then he went into pig farming, so he has a big pig farm in the Philippines. He seems like a decent pig farmer. I don't know. He probably, on a bad drunk night, he probably kick kick one or two of them around or <laughs> kiss one or two. I don't know. But yeah, so he he did that. And then at some point, his son, who is like 100% pilled on like the Jews control the world, like he he loves it. He's he's one of those like George Soros guys. And I think he pilled his dad basically at some point. He was like a Chan kid and he pilled his dad. And then his dad started purchasing up channels like 2chan. Uh, he actually technically stole it from Nakamura. Um, or so Nakamura claims. And then also uh, 8chan was targeted. So he was targeting all of these boards that were quote-unquote bastions for free speech, probably because his son was like, we're going to, you know, this is glory, baby. But that is a serial uh, divorcee, and he owns real estate, like tons of condos in the Philippines. And uh, apparently he's incredibly racist to his employees. He once said he, once said he understood why the Spanish uh, cut off their hands when he couldn't find like a remote, so he was accusing them of being like lazy. So uh, just a cool guy. Cool, yeah. yeah, cool dude. I mean, you you can listen to the reply all episode about this. It's called a Nation of Liars. I highly recommend. But basically, how did this guy? Why do we think that this guy controls what Q says at this point? Well, basically, the the identification system that Q uses to kind of verify that that it's the same entity that started this whole thing uh, is all controlled by the Watkins. Uh, it's a it's a pretty shitty pro, uh, system. Uh, basically using trip codes that are pretty easily crackable. And one thing to really, I guess, uh, know about this is that Q could easily just use a PHP encryption thing or someone explained this to me very easily, just get off the board and become their own like self-verifiable thing. But they've stayed on 8chan and 8kun despite them being like downed over and over. So whatever Watkins and Ron are up to, they're definitely at least in contact with Q. They know who the poster is. They're in contact Watkins has worn a Q pin to Congress to answer questions like he gives no shits right now. It's a very big fuck you. Um, and he's actually appearing at QCon coming up this month. He's oh, you guys going to QCon. I, I cannot disclose that. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a nightmare. I'm performing there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm a, there's probably not going to be a lot of social distancing at QCon. I would imagine. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. I'm going to go there with uh, each other's mouths. The N95s with the valves that like contaminate you if i have it but it doesn't go back in my way <laughs> so i guess between these two things um you know the soft cue and, and my takeaway from that is i mean who knows how, how much these the idea of QAnon will even be affiliated with q anymore like basically anything can be q at this point sure. like is is there going to be any direct relationship between q 
this font of information and high level clearance and this movement in like so, an, another few months. I guess one thing to like think about is that people are constantly reposting Q drops. So oftentimes the stuff these days is just a mix of classics. The other day Q just said, uh, "Can music be healing?" And then and then the the song that they posted was like literally a commercial piece. Uh, by the guys who make music for like X Men and shit like that, <laughs> just just incomprehensible garbage just being posted these days. But they love the past, they love the classic drops, you know, whatever. And there's four thousand over four thousand six hundred drops now, so they've already created, I guess, their kind of bible. That's a decentralized thing; it'll never go away. Um, but I think it is true that when Q went away, there was like a, a flagging in the movement. It didn't spread as effectively. It wasn't fed from the center. And I think that it's like, even though it's a decentralized thing with all these bakers interpreting it at the top level and then people, you know, filtering it down onto the social media um, uh, platforms and discussing it there. I, like, yeah, I, I, I think that it, it will matter, but it won't make the difference between it not existing or existing, if that's the question. Like, I think Q is here for a generation at the very least. OK, well, I do want to talk more about the future of Q and also uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and how, you know, we will have actual elected Q officials after that. But I think before Queen. we get into kind of the uh, future, Julian, who is Scotty the Kid? Oh, yes. So this guy's kind of I don't know. He's very interesting because even though it's a footnote, he is going to be in history books if they're written right about this entire weird debacle. So he's basically what I would kind of say is the. Uh, he was like the 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 organizer of the first global uh, QAnon rally that went worldwide. He at uh, first he called it a hundred city challenge or whatever, and very quickly he posted each city on his Instagram, and people were commenting there and using those as platforms to organize locally. So he had a, like more than a hundred cities posted on his Instagram and was openly using it as a giant organ organizing board for this, and it yielded. I mean. In London and L.A. and New York, across the nation, more than 100 uh, different rallies were organized in the United States. And this guy is very literally just like a rapper who never quite made it in L.A., who became uh, a male model. And uh, he, he just like eats pizza and, you know, just like chills out and smokes like shit tons of dope. He has his entire body is just like pop culture references. Like he has Kevin McAllister from Home Alone on his body. And he also <laughs> has pizza references because that used to be his thing. And now QAnon people are fighting him on that. So anyways, yeah, QAnon, this guy, QAnon Pizzagate are very rough for the yes. most unfunny people from 2010. Yes, it's hard for them. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he's also the one organizing the lynch mob that that is kind of semi-turning on him. But he has survived so far, but he has long hair. He's very beautiful. He's a Native American man with like a nose ring. He's like the least QAnon person. Like if you ask someone a year ago what they would picture. But today he is the center of the new generation and he's going to organize another rally. He wants people to walk in single file and uh, he calls it drawing the line. Uh, yeah, I think what's most interesting to me about this guy is he basically he, he got uh, involved in the movement in like June. Yep. Right. And now he is like the the center of it uh by his own words he was born again christian in 2020 and then that same year in june got into QAnon, and within two to three months he became the organizer that was uh using his own instagram to 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 make this happen uh but just to give some more background on this i would like to play you guys uh something what uh scotty the kid was up to in 2017 uh which is uh what i like to call the uber driver suck me off video yes all right Here's a little clip from his uh, rap song, Uber Driver. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Donald Trump. What? Yeah, that was just 2017. I have a feeling this guy might uh, might just be uh, on that grind. <laughs> he might he might just have found some people who are very 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 gullible and will probably buy his supplements at some point. Yeah, this this is interesting because uh, the kind of rap he's doing for 2017 is very dated. Yeah, this he'll, is he'll, he's jumping like dated style. Like you'll see through the years, he jumps from dated style to dated style, never catching up with the present. <laughs> yeah, he would have in like. 2003 i think people would have been like damn that's one crazy white boy but now he wouldn't even be one of the top craziest white boys in his area <laughs> so he's got to do q to up the ante and get noticed and get an audience well he tried yeah. bitcoin he wanted to, to he called one of his songs like the bitcoin anthem because he wanted people to search for it and on spotify it's still his most played tune even though it just rips a a beat i believe from i think it was fat joe yeah, here, let's listen to a little bit of that. I've got that pulled up. This one has a lyric video. It's very um oh. uh, uh, accessible. So here's uh, Bitcoin all the way up. Oh man! All the way, all, all the way up is a great song and a great beat. And uh, yeah, what it really needed was a 1999 style of rap. <laughs> so then, taking it all the way, here's where he is uh, today. Uh, this is our save our, the Save Our Children remix of Youth of the Nation. Yes, I haven't seen this. This is from October 4th. This is brand new. Wait a minute, wasn't that a POD song? Yeah, it was. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's rapping as the kid being like, I wish I told my mom I loved her before I got fucking abducted in this storm. I didn't see it coming in, so I started running, but I couldn't hear nothing except tape straps. It happened so fast, and I didn't know this man who just followed me back. Maybe this man was trying to make a buck, or maybe for a moment he forgot who he was. Anyway, we. I like uh, how little they changed the POD song. So like, oh no, the 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 guy, the guy that kidnapped her to sell her to John Podesta, or like rape her, he forgot who he was for a moment. <laughs> That's He's him. Like, oh damn, I sold you to the Podesta brothers. I'm sorry, I wasn't myself today. <laughs> that last shot was Scotty, who has taken to wearing a bulletproof vest in public now. That's cool. Oh, I also liked on one of your episodes about him. You played a uh, a Instagram clip clip where he claimed 800,000 children are kidnapped every year in America. Okay, so I had to actually look into this number and the fact is that kidnapping statistics in the United States are kind of all over the place. You see that 800,000 number as the number of total reported abductions uh, but these are mostly parental abductions, probably about 200,000 uh, children abducted by their uh, family member each year. And the actual number of children abducted by a stranger is fewer than 350 in the U.S. between 2010 and 2017. So, you know, maybe Scotty's technically right here, but it's a misleading figure. OK, back to the app. 
Yeah. Well, he later claimed that it didn't really matter if it was eight or 80 or 800 because you should still care. Yes. Well, of course. <laughs> uh, it's, it's always just hard for me to figure out exactly how centrally popular these figures are because they seem to come and go. Like, to, to what extent is, is he just a flavor of the month or is he like a, the current... Could you say he's like one of the current figureheads of the movement? No, I don't think it's possible to to talk that way about the new breed because I think it's, uh, you know, they're all kind of collaborating. There's definitely multiple entities here in L.A. that are kind of organizing rallies on different days or collaborating on the same day. And one takes a march and one stands in front of, you know, like a Netflix building or whatever. Uh, but no, I don't think so. I think he will be kind of out at some point or he'll keep going until something happens to him. But I don't think anybody's like definitely people who have or done these rallies they're very in uh, with him but he's now already transitioned to um an organization he calls stop kidding uh <laughs> which is yeah like an anti-child trafficking thing with scotty the kid's name i guess built into it and uh he says that he wants to start a, a, a compound in his own words where the kids could go to be rehabilitated <laughs> by uh like good doctors and and therapists and stuff so he's like Get all the stolen children and mm-hmm. then give them to me. Yeah, and There's my no education me, about this, but yeah. me and my me and my crack staff of guys from Eight Chan, the uh, <laughs> child pornography subreddit, will will do a good sh- job of taking care of them. Oh no, we just created Colonia Diggity Dot again. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Quick aside: is the thing about Netflix is that a hundred percent because of cuties, or does is Netflix just a stand-in for general Hollywood sickos? Yeah, definitely. The former uh, cuties uh, made it more acute. Uh, oh, Look what I just did. Uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, they they borderline. They believe that one of the guys there uh, speaking was saying that the red carpet signifies the blood of the children, and that like, <laughs> the entire ceremony is like an adrenochrome uh, shrine kind of ceremony. So they they already believe that like Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, is is like a satanic ritual. Well, I mean, fair. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, totally. not totally wrong. Look with all this stuff, you know. Yeah, with all the uh-huh. uh, with all these things, there is a kernel of truth that gets distorted somewhere else. Yeah. So I guess really the crux of what I want to talk about for the rest of the thing is like wh- where where do we see this going? And this is where I want to. I think Matt, you have some thoughts about like the the psychic origins and future of QAnon, like. If we imagine Donald Trump does not win in November, what happens to QAnon? I don't think it's going to lose any steam. I mean, they would work better, actually, uh, with proper opposition. One of the big issues with the movement is trying to pretend that this guy who's running the government is like an opposition to the government or some sort of anti-government force, right? If Biden's up there and Trump will no doubt uh, make a big kind of media platform of some kind or just start streaming straight to Facebook or something nightmarish like that. But I think, uh, no, I think that they can function either way, right? It, with what if Trump it, in what office. If he fucking dies, though, dude. If he dies, they will, like, may, say that he's not dead. Yeah, they, no, absolutely. They're the best Trump. at this. It'll be the occluded Trump, 100%. He is in a, he is in a submarine under the Arctic Circle plotting his return. He's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually think there's a comparison point. Uh, with there is a group, a lot of elements of which later became QAnon. If you go there now, do you guys know about Hillary is 44.com? Oh, hell yes. Hillary is 44 is I like it even better than QAnon because it was like a 2008 QAnon for Hillary. Yes. They constantly were acting like Obama was on the verge of arrest 
for Tony Resco, for, you know, being gay, for like whatever, yeah. you know? And after eight years of Obama, they went so insane that they became QAnon. I, I think with, with this, like, I think you'll see probably like 60% of people just drift off into other movements, other weird shit, other sort of like new agey stuff with like a reactionary twinge, uh, People maybe will get back into chemtrails. I hope. I love chemtrails. Um, stuff like this. I think 40% or maybe more will just, that'll permanently be part of the Republican Party. There's just going to be a base of those people. But I think moreover, like a lot of fundamental Q beliefs will become part of the Republican platform. The idea, the idea of like putting people in prison. That's sort of what happened with the AKP movement. I mean, the AK, that's sort of different because Erdogan and company had the competence and the resolve to actually do a trial and send people to prison. And I don't think Donald Trump has that in him. Others in the future might. We'll see. I mean, it's a very, they need something. They need something. Voter suppression is a great thing to have. So is the electoral system in the United States, which uniquely benefits them. But the numbers just are not going to be there. There are going to be a few things that are obvious, like they're going to do what they've always done, which is sort of like expand the definition of white to include more people that they wouldn't have 10 years ago, uh, sort of roll them into the fold. So, you know, you can you can get people to vote on sort of white resentment lines. But I think they're going to have to employ a lot of Q to keep winning on a national stage. Yeah, I think some of them, you know, kind of grew into a Marjorie Taylor Greene where they became effective and kind of ditched at least uh, the kind of decorum of QAnon and stuff for for more like politically realist, uh, realistic uh, options and started put pumping in tons of money. She put in uh, nearly a million dollars of her own money because she's a real estate uh, kind of heir. But yeah, and then there's going to be, like you said, a part that that are really there more for the conspiracy. But I think it's it's yeah, you're right. I think that the there's going to be a large amount that will be just become permanently Republican because the alternative for them is child sacrificing demon pedophiles. My th- the thing I wonder is so yes, I, I agree. Like they're going to just be it's just going to be integrated into Republican orthodoxy at the level of uh, rhetoric and at the level of like maybe platform stuff. But I wonder if it's just going to end up being the same thing with the Tea Party where they just. The, the, they take over. They, they get absorbed into the machinery of the Republican Party. The Republican Party like moves to the right, you know, in 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 in, in sort of in its rhetoric and everything, uh, but basically governs from the same you know corporate uh, agenda that it did before. Uh, and then the question is going to be, you know, is that going to be good enough for uh, uh, the Q people? And specifically. I mean, when you talk about guys like this, this Bitcoin rapper and the Reiki uh, yoga women coming in, is there is there a chance that you'd see some sort of like splint and or or, or like Q, like part of Q just becoming Republicans and then it's not really anything other, like people don't talk about the Q, the, the Tea Party anymore. They won't talk about Q anymore just because that's the Republican Party now. The thing that will be identifiably distinct in Q will be like depoliticized. Is that possible? Like more of a, like a, a, a cultural process, like a cultural, uh, like sub uh, a, a subconscious, a self-conscious subculture 
that is 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 less tied to politi- a specific political fortunes than to general like worldview and like a package of probably more than anything consumer choices. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was from the beginning it was all consumer choices and stuff like that. I mean, even the boycott Netflix stuff, like you're talking about boycotting a big company as if, you know, they had taken like a political stance and you're just kind of angry with them, except in this case you're saying that it's because they're, you know, child abusing demons. But that's the thing is like before you had to kind of cater to this bloodthirsty base by at least being like, well, we're pro-life. We're never going to let any woman have an abortion or whatever. And then the next one will be like, well, we actually believe in like military trials at Gitmo. Like that, those will be the ones that, like you said, you have to stroke their back for, for them to come on board. And we'll see if that kind of tranche of, of America just diminishes over time essentially so that like you said it's just an invisible part uh like the tea party but the tea party was not really a populist movement it was seeded very early by the Koch brothers and that money gave them a lot of and then they were joined by fox news they were doing rallies where like fox people were showing up and shit QAnon is a grassroots movement for better or for worse like even compared to the tea party so i think that you're right about it being both cultural and political yeah, you, you sent me an article about how uh, even Marjorie Taylor Greene, even though she is a fucking, what, her dad's like a construction mogul and she's rich on her own and was able to fund her campaign. You sent me one that the Cokes actually did send her money for her campaign, but then she went a little too off the reservation. I mean, they sent her 5K. She invested 900,000, I believe, <laughs> uh, minimum. So it's like they did it to take it back. And then it was more like you, you, you kind of haze the newcomer. And at the same time, you kind of... So you make it like they owe you something, right? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene like owes you kind of an apology to get into this group. But it was always just that, you know, kind of like just minor protesting, potentially set up just to do that in the first place. Yeah, when I first started hearing about her, I assumed that she was just kind of pandering to the Q audience because she knew that there would be a constituency there. But she really does seem to be a true believer. It's the opposite. Yeah, she was basically like distraught. And looking way unhealthier than she is now on video in 2017, fully supporting QAnon, but supporting it like a lunatic who's at home doing research on their computer, not like a politician. There's a once in a lifetime opportunity to take this global cable of Satan worshiping pedophiles out. And I think we have the president to do it. And so I'm very excited about that. Because she wasn't a politician yet. And then over 2018, 2019, she kept posting about QAnon. But it became more and more kind of tactical and less and less desperate. It wasn't like burying yourself, the dark night of the soul kind of stuff. And now she's completely eliminated it uh, basically as soon as she had, I believe, a campaign strategist. Uh, so you don't imagine that Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be on the floor of the House of Representatives calling for the immediate arrest and trial of Nancy Pelosi? No, she's going to try to get uh, Antifa rounded up and sent to like Gitmo. Like she's on the next like next she wants social. She shot the word socialism. She shot the word open borders. And she, yeah, like, like with, with a, a, a high powered rifle in her ad. So she's on a different. It's like they, 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 she rolls around, by the way, in a giant military Humvee. And her husband is always carrying and like there's just guns on board. She has a militia mentality and she collaborates with local militias. Uh, so what do you see like the, the absorption of Q into the Republican Party looking like? Like, it's is, gonna are be, there going to yeah. be those people giving those those speeches, like yelling at their colleagues that they need to be arrested? I don't think so, because uh, the people who make the bigger, big, bigger Q statements and then stick with it actually don't win. A lot of the time they're running in a state where they're going to be opposing, uh, you know, after the primary, a Democrat who's sure to win. It's basically, you know, a blue district or whatever. Um, so I don't think so. I, I think uh, you're going to see the most effective Q style people converting like Marjorie Taylor Greene to something more pragmatic. 
Oh, we should talk about the clones. Just I know Will's not here, but he really uh, yeah, that's exactly the what I was going to go on. <laughs> the thing that Will uh, requested uh, directly is that we talk about the clones, and you sent me a uh, list from a, a Q theorist. What do you what would you call them? Yeah. A a, uh, a thought leader in the Q space, prophet uh, uh, named Chief Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, that included this list of celebrities who have already been cl- killed and cloned. Uh, this is uh, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Will Smith, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. What do you have against the cast of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, dude? <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone, Tom Hanks, George Clooney, Denzel Washington, Samuel L. Jackson, Matthew McConaughey, Matt Damon, and Robert De Niro. All dead yeah. or just arrested and cloned? Well, I'll miss them. <laughs> you so you check the list first in this world and he says either Gitmo or executed already and then you figure out who the person you're seeing on TV is whether it's a, a reptilian or a robotoid or a clone uh, and are, uh, various... these are, are in one person's cosmology are these all possibilities uh, or is it yes. is it very based on who you're talking to they're either reptilians or they're clones or they can be a mix. When he writes, it's incredibly incoherent and badly written. It's amazing. His document is never even a document. It's like p- uh, pasted text into, into his Patreon, which is uh, I'm unfortunately subscribed to. He makes two thousand five hundred dollars uh, by a month currently putting lists like this out. He's a guy in his early seventies in Las Vegas. He has three kids with like a much younger wife, thirty years younger. And I thought that picture he had on Twitter of like a faded ass looking JPEG cop. <laughs> was completely fake and it isn't he's never been an actual cop but that's not a fake picture i looked into him uh, we an, will we will be putting a link to his patreon in the show description no 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 we <laughs> no, uh no. we it's part of our initiative to support smaller creatives they are part yeah. of what makes patreon great uh, and we will be subscribing ourselves as part of the Chapo Gives Back program. That's right. His his big new shit is calling shit CGI. So he'll just be like, that's not Michelle Obama. That's CGI. Michael died like 14 years ago or something like that. 14 years? Now, whatever it is. Like, he'll just invent stuff that's so fucking outrageous. And all the people in the comments will be begging him. Please, sir, could like, could you just tell me that Nas Nazir Jones is not going to be on the list? You know, so it's just people begging. Oh, man, I would love an interview with a Q person who's also a huge Nas fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just Someone like a, subscribed. Like a, yeah. yeah. Like like a like a 53 year old real estate agent who's like, well, I was first introduced to hip hop in the army. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I obviously I want to kill all the celebrities, but Nas is one heck of a rapper. <laughs> he, sp- he spits fire. Yeah. All right. So the question Queen, I still Queen's, not... Queensbridge and the villages always linked together. <laughs> the thing that I still don't get. So, all right. The White Hats have executed all of the pedophile celebrities. Mm-hmm. Then they have been turned into clones or holograms or whatever. Is it the are is it the good guys making the clones to like keep the keep everyone unaware because no one can know the truth all at once and it has to be revealed slowly or is it the evil reptilian deep state making the clones? Well, in the Clone Wars uh, of 2020, <laughs> uh, the, the two sides are using clones. So the White Hats, uh, they were saying recently, Chief Police was saying the Black Hats had created a Trump clone to fake an assassination or to actually kill the clone, I guess, like assassinate oh this God. clone. And so then he said, spread this on Twitter, spread this on Facebook. And then his next post was, uh, I don't have my computer. Everything's broken. I am. I have no charger. What's going on? And then the next one was like, I know you all got hell for like what I made you post. <laughs> I know all of you suffered like, you know, but uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, so he, he he definitely has like clones going. The white hats are making clones and the black hats are making clones. The white hats mostly to like keep you chill. So, for example, uh, Pence 
who is uh, thought to be uh, a massive child rapist and murderer. He's murdered apparently over 140 children with the help of the (laughs) Arizona police. Somebody should do something about that. So they did. They killed him. And he's a clone. But he's a clone only to take the place there so that JFK Jr. can be the running mate once Trump actually gets in gear. So he's very convoluted. But wait. But oh, but he's out. So Prince is in. uh, He's still there. But yeah. He's only gets one. When when's when does JFK Jr. show up? Like after he uh, he ina- after the inaugural or something? Well, they had to stem the 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 rapes uh, before the election, right? So it matters that Pence won't be raping from now until the election. So it's good to have a clone there who's not a rapist. But then, yeah, you also uh, want JFK Jr. to be hiding in in behind the scenes because they've never liked Pence. Well, they've never. Well, well liked the, Pence. I'm glad that they got rid of Pence for his <laughs> string of child rapes and murders. I don't like that it kind of took four years, but I mean, I'm not anyone to judge the president. I don't know what goes into the job. They might have needed him for like a transport bill or something. I don't know, but I'm glad they took care of it. That's good. I think he had like the only key to the Illuminati basement or something. They just needed him to open it and then they could off him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like Pence was Gil DeRay's reincarnated (laughs) and consumed 70,000 skulls of children in the Naval Observatory <laughs> where the vice president lives, but they needed help passing a farm bill with the 300 reptilian congressmen who are also holograms. So oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm a realist. I'm a QAnon pragmatist. <laughs> I like to imagine that they, the, the White Hats have executed all these guys and cloned them and then have the clones go and live their lives. And so that ev- the, the suspicion is not brought up, you know, about the, the, the counter moves and moves is that the clones also have to keep doing the child abuse (laughs) in order to keep up the, the, so nothing, literally nothing has actually changed. Then you get a situation where every single evil doer in our conspiracy ruling class has been replaced by a clone who just Mm -hmm. does the same thing. (laughs) Yes. Well, well, me and a couple other scientists were working with Logitech to create hologram reptilian robot clone children. <laughs> so yeah, actually cool. no one's getting abused. So you just make the entire system self-contained of clones eating other clones. Yeah, uh later I'm going to kill myself and replace myself <laughs> with a hologram. Yeah. Uh and I recommend every American do the same. Yeah. And then we can just have the same thing we have now, but it's not actually happening. It's just androids. I have uh I've already been working in conjunction with Logitech <laughs> on Android Erskine Bowls. And a reptilian Alan K. Simpson. And we soon will have Simpson Bowls too. They were executed as part of the Deep State Purge, unfortunately. And I'll miss them the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But th- that is like the the funny thing about Q is that it is, in the end, this like endless machine to try to resolve contradictions. And then within it, you have it, these own contradictions that build because it is like an already fulfilled prophecy. The thing has already happened. The, the trials have already taken place. The executions have already happened. And yet the bad thing continues to go on, you know, because because all this clone stuff is, is all part of like, oh, well, you, you, you can't have all the information revealed all at once or else people would go insane. Right. 
yeah, no, people would, someone would be sent to the hospital is what they believe. Chief police has been posting about this, but I do want to be clear that that is a kind of breakaway. Like you were saying, there's already cracks in the kind of homogeneity of the, uh, of their beliefs. And one of those cracks is definitely with these people who think everything's already happened and there's clones and all this shit. And then other people who are genuinely like, when the fuck is this shit going to happen? Cause they're still waiting. Yeah. Cause that is the storm, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's been arguments that the storm was already happening by a million people a million times. It's, the storm is kind of a well. The know, storm man. is like the a rapture. Feeling. It's just a rapture all over again. This it's is, the end of the world. Yeah. It's literally the exact. And some of the same people. It's the same mindset as as twenty years ago, like early Bush, uh, when oh no, God, Jesus is going to come back, and you're just going to wake up in heaven one day. That's it's the exact same mindset. It, it's just it's just further along, uh, like in the in the in in the in our immiseration so it's more like violently minded instead of it just being you're going to go to heaven and get to watch you know the righteous uh or the 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 wicked suffer you know at the hands of the righteous it's you know you don't you're not going to go to heaven you're going to get to watch tv while there's a public tribunal where nancy pelosi gets like executed on the white house lawn but it's the same it's the same dream yeah and a lot of the people who are organizing the next generation even scotty the kid they've actually now kind of resorted to something even more local so they're just like, I'm going to chase my local pedophile, dox them, film it. So they're actually kind of activating in a, a new way because that was not part of the original QAnon deal. But the new generation wants to make a difference now. Yeah. And what that's going to end up being is going viral. Like people are scared of it being violent and there's definitely going to be Q people who are wound tight enough to do violence. But I think as a more of a, as a especially if Trump loses and it becomes more of this cultural diffused uh, uh, subculture. People are going to be going in like they've already been doing this, going to places uh, like going to a bookstore that's got like a, 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 a racy book in it with like a, a, a child in it and just yell yeah. at people and then get get well known enough to launch their own Patreon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they love going viral and getting views because that's what they, being a digital soldier. That's like the kills for a digital soldier, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like we, everyone thinks. We, we all, everyone, and this is not just Q people. I think this is all pr- across the 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 spectrum of people who see themselves in some way as self consciously political in this moment. You know, you you pursue what you imagine to be a, a political goal, but because of the world you actually live in, where political action is essentially impossible, political coordination is beyond your conception. There's no or organizing principle to to operate under. You just end up operating under the governing uh, principles, which are uh, everybody trying to get a little bit of clout so that they can maybe one day go fund me their fucking, uh, uh, you know, hernia surgery instead of having to put it on a credit card. Yeah. And that's what what politics ends up being in Mm -hmm. practice. That's what Americans, instead of a social safety net, we have micro celebrity. Yeah. (laughs) And Q is just going to be another, it already is, but it's only going to come intensifying. Like here's, it's just going to be a way it's going to be a group of people that you know are going to be receptive to certain things and then you can go do those things and you will get noticed. Yeah, the and, question is like how much of it is aesthetic because the amount of videos set to like Tech Nine's Red Kingdom where people are <laughs> fondling weapons and saying I'm going to bury the corpse of the pedophiles like with this this tarp and using this rope and it's this is like all over TikTok and Instagram. So we are in a very extreme place for the QAnon community. There were not like people openly fantasizing, filming themselves about like murdering these fucking pedos and showing you all their weapons. That, that's oh new. no, there will absolutely be violence. These some of these, but it's always it's going to it's going to be like all American violence. This personalized, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a random expression 
Uh, and it's it like it's when you put popcorn in the microwave, some kernels pop earlier exactly, than others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I think that it's going to be a weird coincidence for a lot of like local pedophiles who are actually pedestal lieutenants. <laughs> it's just like the guy in your neighborhood who you hate. Yeah, yeah. The it's only like QAnon, yeah. the only QAnon body right now is a fucking mob boss. The guy's like local mob boss. That's who he shot. So it's like, yeah, it's still very local. Okay, I forgot of, about that. That was. Yeah. That was awesome. Paul Castellano shot down by some Westies in front of Sparks Space House. Nope. So some fun. guy in sweatpants shoots shoot you to your fucking driveway because he thinks you're helping Bill yeah, Clinton think about, think kidnap about, children. Think about making it to the to the level of boss. Like that is a criminal enterprise and a criminal career dating back to when you were probably a minor. Being a sixteen year old <laughs> hanging out in like yeah, fucking front places, like making all the right the choices. The Ravenite Social Club. Yeah, making all the right choices to not get murdered prematurely, uh, like making all the right political moves. It's an insane, insane enterprise, evading like a heavily resourced federal government, especially through the <laughs> insane mob prosecutions of the 80s, and then just like a guy heeding the, heeding the advice of a white rapper just fucking domes <laughs> <laughs> like what an insane life the mm-hmm. head of the gambino family a guy who could bans like on yeah. made guys alone probably like 200 men 200 soldiers and it's just like oh yeah sorry the dumbest guy in your neighborhood kills you <laughs> yeah yeah he hit he hit his truck and his license plate fell and then he was like holding it in his hand and gambino came out was like what the fuck and then uh, he took out his revolver and shot him 10 times or something. Jesus <laughs> Empty the clip. It wasn't a revolver. It was a clip. But yeah, 10, shot him 10 times in his driveway. Yeah, yeah I, it's going to be interesting who, who ends up being the target for a lot of these. I mean, mostly it will be just harassment, but, but there will be violence. I think like local uh, TV celebrities are probably going to uh, be in for it, like uh, like your local crazy Eddie with the electronics department. It's like, what's he really doing? <laughs> what's he doing in that? Ele- He's crazy for what? Child molestation. That's what he likes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the local weatherman who wears like holiday themed ties. <laughs> well, I have bad news for everyone. He's part of the international satanic globalist. Uh, I mean, scene. the main result is just going to be people abducting their own children. It's happened multiple times. Oh, yes, one, absolutely. one woman was planning a, a what she called a raid on a foster home. Like some like she's an operator lock, locking and loading to take take this foster home and, and extract her children. A oh, dirty, yeah. A dirty dullards type raid. <laughs> can, can we talk about that for a second too how the one of the ways that q is manifesting in the real world has been to impede actual investigations on a uh, uh, mm-hmm. child trafficking yeah they're just jamming the lines with information so it basically just overwhelms all the different systems that are set up for this but there is one exception tim ballard the guy who was appointed by trump uh to to serve like on a child trafficking thing of some sort within the government and he's the head of uh, I saw something he called Operation Underground Railroad. Very okay. tasteful. Yeah, and so he saves kids and stuff, and he's a Mormon MAGA guy, like just psychotic. And a movie's coming out soon with Jim Caviezel, uh, where he's playing Tim Ballard, and they're going in to save the children. Oh, yes. Infidel, I think it's called. Or is that a new one? Is this a different Jim Caviezel movie? Because he's already got one where he goes to Iran. Oh, no, this is new. Yeah, it's it's in filming, and then he's moving oh, on from yes. that to Mel Gibson, Jesus 2.0. It's going to rule. How are they doing a sequel to the Jesus story? Uh, Resurrection, it's called. Oh, great. <laughs> 
this goes back a little bit, but I, my question is, as this thing mutates and metastasizes, like somebody like Scotty the Kid, who you refer to as like a new generation of things, and like the soft cue where it just becomes like a save the children thing, these the people who want to do raids on foster care uh, facilities, like how to what extent are those people invested in the political side of of Q, or are they just kind of getting invested in a new kind of satanic panic where it all just becomes about these fantasized 800,000 kidnapped children and the actual like political side of it is you know almost tangential well yeah there's three things right q god and donald trump and uh as long as those kind of are even in the stars they don't have to move they don't have to affect you they're just the dome that you look up to you know it's the constellations in the sky and one guy even screamed out to the sky as he was driving his five kids and wife in the back please you know donald trump q save me and he was being chased by the cops. Well, and now, like in the traditional Christianity, that Trinity, it, it is also a unity. They're all the same thing. That's right. Really. That's right. Your dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, again, that's the, like one of the things that's most intriguing to me is like if Trump gets out of power, like how these people will still try to move towards him. Like will Trump the private citizen have people in front of you know Trump Tower every day being like you need to come back and save that like what are you doing to save the children now yeah maybe maybe he'll put together like a, a Keith Raniere style operation where there's a kind of gaggle of women sleeping with Trump um I don't know I look forward to like his new Nexium I, I wonder if it's going to be more compoundy or more just like he's Tucker Carlson now you know it's not clear if he's going to be more media or grassroots in his uh post political career I guess yeah I think he just wants people to talk about him and to be on television with the lowest effort possible, which means yeah. he'll just have a show on o- Onan Network yeah. five nights a week. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, I just wanted yeah. to say one thing for Felix. Uh, so there was an article in Mother Jones last week about how there's a lot of cops who are into QAnon, which is, of course, makes yes. perfect sense. Uh, and it talked about one guy named Jason Bandy, who mm-hmm. just retired from the New Haven Police Department. He, uh, and I wanted Felix. I wanted to read something from Felix. It's from the New Haven Independent, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about him. And it says here that he serves as the founder and owner of V Rush Vapes, mm-hmm. a company that purports to sell quote the world's first vape delivered pre workout. Mm-hmm. His Ooh. company builds the product is perfect <laughs> for gym rats who want the boost in energy, endurance, focus, and muscle pumps associated with more common pre workout pills or powders that are typically loaded with caffeine. V-Rush, according to the marketing, provides the same jolt with no associated bloating or indigestion. The yeah. V-Rush Vapes website promises that its products are sugar-free, calorie-free, nicotine-free, THC-free, and BS-free. So uh, I don't know if you're aware that this product exists at Felix, but I think it might be up your alley. All right. I'm into this now. All you guys are holograms. <laughs> and, uh, all, of you, all of you were killed before recording this. I'm the only real one. Uh, no, yeah, I'm 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 leaving the show to volunteer for Marjorie Kelly Green. The show will go on. Done by the holograms. Will Menneker was executed today. Uh, yeah, no, I. Well, there was there was DMT in that pre-workout vape for sure. He's a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, no, that's a fucking cool idea. I'm I'm with this 100 percent now. He has a podcast called For the Love Podcast. And he once uh, he once sued the police department for uh, discrimination because of his face tattoo that says Veni Vidi Vici. All right. Well, that's going to be a problem because I am for uh, workplace discrimination against tattoos. <laughs> but hopefully like uh, that uh, 
denormalizing pit bulls and my other beliefs can be rolled into QAnon. <laughs> uh, going off the Trump thing is like, obviously, if Trump is out of power, if Trump dies, we just discussed this, that the Q response to it will be some form of denial, right? That he is still in power in some way, He's that, he is still, that he is still alive in some way. And I guess just where I wanted to end this is, you know, yeah, as I was saying earlier, that all of Q is an attempt to resolve the contradictions that people see in their lives, their contradictions between their political uh, agency and the lack of any meaningful change in the government, the contradictions between, you know, what they perceive as good and bad. Uh, but the contradiction of everything moving towards Trump and possibly Trump not having uh, being in power uh, seems to be <laughs> greater. Do you see any point where like the contradictions within Q become too much for it or does it just become something new or different? Yeah, I think it'll it'll shatter. And uh, they might use different labels. But I do think that this is bigger than the Bircherite movement, for example. I think that it has become democratized and decentralized in a way that will allow it to exist in pockets. I mean, for example, the child custody people are living in their own kind of version of Q. The people obsessed with JFK Jr. are, are somewhere else. And then the Spygate-obsessed guys are reading fucking mainstream news, you know? So there's there's a whole plethora. And you can, you can be involved at, like, almost just this tiniest level or you can get very involved and put out your own stuff. I think that it's for better or for worse. This is like there was a seed planted and it's going to work its way through the system. And uh, yeah, like you said, Matt, popcorn will begin to pop, but it's oh, yeah. it's always going to be the fringe, right? In this case, QAnon is not like even as dangerous as MAGA, in my opinion, uh, in terms of the violence it caused. I mean, MAGA people broadly have murdered people in the street, like in the last few months. So. Whereas QAnon, it's like we said, it's like, what the fuck? The only dead guy is like a fucking mob boss. I mean, it literally doesn't make any sense. And most people who uh, basically cause damage, they do it to themselves, their families. Uh, and yeah, all of all of the above there. But it's, I mean, I think that's it. More, more, more breaking apart and uh, potentially, yeah, like even more decentralization. Uh, do you think that there is a, a horizon in which MAGA and Q are, uh, you know, synonymous? Yeah, and I think that that and the GOP are also becoming one. If you look at Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's the perfect bridge. She was running on the stuff that the GOP would never dare, I think, before, which is the anti-Antifa stuff. And that got really big and clearly became kind of politically viable in the eyes of most Republicans. We're now, like, talking about it on congressional floor and stuff. So, yeah, I think that that is the, a model of how everything can kind of come to one. Marjorie Taylor Greene, even if Trump falls from grace, even if QAnon falls from grace, she's going to continue. She's going to be a big voice in the new GOP. And, and I think that's one of the, the most extreme voices, even for a, a GOP that has embraced like fucking Steve King. Well, if, you know, uh, Q will be with us forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's not a generation at least. Yeah. yeah. The name will change, but uh, in the end, it, there's this mysterious figure, and it's so attractive, even if it's a forbidden name now. The name that you cannot speak, I mean, that is so enticing for a lot of people, and people uh, still love Tom Clancy. And uh, we're all going to look forward to it when President Barron finally does, once and for all, uh, hang all the pedos. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to run the first actually grassroots GOP uh, uh, presidential run, I think, Um and and I think she's going to be the president at some point, which is, yeah. Uh, well, we all have that to look forward to. Uh, if you want to hear more, uh, I've been rolling all this stuff over my head for a while. Matt's recent appearances on uh, the Antifada, History of the, is a Weapon, Part 9, has a lot more of the uh, philosophical thought musings on Q and kind of placing it in the history of American conspiracy theories, which uh, I know 
Matt loves to think about. Um, so I recommend looking into that. And of course, Julian, the podcast is Q Anon Anonymous. Uh, and you guys have been doing quite well. I've been seeing you guys climb up on the podcast chart, so congrats on that. Well, I love Chapo, so thanks. Uh, until then, Will's job is harder than it looks. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Yeah. Last day of the rest of my life. I wish I would have known because I'd have kissed my mama goodbye. I didn't tell her that I loved her, how much I cared. I thank my pops for all the talks and all the wisdom he shared. On the way, I just did what I always do. Every day, the same routine before I skate up to school. But who knew that this day wasn't like the rest? Instead of taking a test, I was taking it instead. Me blind, but I didn't see it coming, and so I started running, but I couldn't hear nothing except tape straps. It happened so fast, and I didn't know this man who just followed me back. Maybe this man was trying to make a buck, or maybe for a moment he forgot who he was, or maybe his spirit was eternally stuck. Whatever it was, I know it's because we are, we are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. They took a love in all the wrong ways in the same situations, just different faces. And no hope since her parents left her. They thought she would come home. They didn't know much better. And Johnny.